After the 2018 midterm elections, an investigation was launched to delve into irregularities in the U.S. election results. Detailed logs documented entries into the tabulation system for the election itself, and the team saw many anomalies in areas of extreme concern. Then in November 2020, multiple groups of concerned Americans came together because they all observed something incredible in the 2020 general elections. The groups united to launch a full-scale investigation led by former members of the U.S. intelligence community, the Department of Defense, NASA, the U.S. National Laboratories, private investigations and cybersecurity companies, and legal firms from around the country. The discoveries gained through intense forensic research left everyone involved deeply concerned about the future of our nation and our world. While the U.S. media will undoubtedly discredit this information as far-right conspiracy theory, the fact is the people involved in this investigation represent all colors, all creeds, and all political parties. To ignore this message is to surrender to a government takeover that will gravely affect the lives of every man, woman, and child of every nation. If there ever was an authentic, nonpartisan issue, this is it. In 1970, Henry Kissinger said, who controls the food supply controls the people. Who controls the energy can control whole continents. Who controls money can control the world. This concept is critical to understanding the thinking of those who seek to cripple and control America. To achieve their goal, they've got to disrupt families, divide races, destroy small businesses, dismantle the middle class, and distort the American dream of owning land, a home, and everything necessary for the pursuit of happiness and sovereignty. In collusion with our foreign adversaries, these treasonous few are working hard to tear down the last standing wall between them and their agenda of global domination. That wall is you, the American people. By focusing on specific election system vulnerabilities, our investigation confirmed that the entire U.S. election system is under the total control of private equity firms and foreign money. UBS Securities LLC New York and UBS Securities Company Limited Beijing injected hundreds of millions of dollars into Staple Street Capital, the current owner of Dominion Voting. UBS currently holds the intellectual property of Dominion as their equity collateral. Up until December 2020, UBS Security LLC New York listed three senior Communist Chinese Party members as being on the boards of both UBS Securities LLC New York and UBS Securities Limited Beijing. The company's owned 75% by the Chinese government. Seidel, the parent company of Clarity Elections, located in Madrid, Spain, a data management and early election night reporting company went bankrupt in May of 2020 and was subsequently purchased in a closed private equity deal by an Irish company called Paragon. The election sites for numerous counties in the U.S. go to a Clarity Elections web address. The counties don't own or control their voting data, and the positions of president, secretary, treasurer, and CEO are all occupied by one man, Jonathan Brill. Brill also happens to be a part of Seidel's senior management team and has run campaigns for Democratic Party candidates. Our investigation also revealed that contrary to the current political narrative, the election systems and their equipment were connected to the internet, making them infinitely hackable. 
Voting machines themselves are not connected to the internet. No voting machines are connected to the internet. The devices are not connected to the internet. They do not connect to the internet. Those things are not connected to the internet. The Department of Homeland Security says the 2020 election was the most secure in American history. The 2020 election was the most secure in US history. That's what they say now, but just a short while ago, the political narrative was very different. In 2018, electronic voting machines in Georgia and Texas deleted votes for certain candidates or switched votes from one candidate to another. We brought in um, folks who, before our eyes, hacked election machines. Workers were able to easily hack into an electronic voting machine. It was possible to switch votes. Even hackers with limited prior knowledge, tools, and resources are able to breach voting machines in a matter of minutes. Remote access software, which would make a machine like that, you know, a magnet for fraudsters and hackers. Unfortunately, Dominion has recently been thrust into the national spotlight as part of a dangerous and reckless disinformation campaign aimed at sowing doubt and confusion over the 2020 presidential election. First, there were no switched or deleted votes involving Dominion machines. Dominion is not and has never been a front for communists. The company also does not have any ties to China whatsoever including no ties, including investment or source code transfer. Let me be clear. Voting systems are, by design, meant to be used as closed systems that are not networked, meaning they, they are not connected to the internet. Sounds like some of these machines are showing the tabulators can and, and are connected to the internet. Um, throughout, you're going to, particularly where a vote is cast uh, on election day, those machines tend to and should not be uh, connected to the internet, certainly as a best practice. But, but some have the capability, don't they? Uh, some may have uh, modems uh, that are typically uh, disabled, but in certain states, I believe in Wisconsin, some are temporarily activated to transmit, uh, transmit some counts. But, but, th but those tabulators are connected on election day because that's how they transmit the data to the counties and also into the unofficial uh, in some cases yes sir yeah that's right okay yeah through forensic analysis of election management system computers in antrim county michigan affidavits from numerous election officials in georgia as well as the operator's manual for dominion's democracy suite 5.5 our teams have gathered indisputable evidence that the entire system can indeed be connected hacked and manipulated and in fact it was Here's what triggered this investigation back in 2018. This is the Allied Security Operations Group primary finding in the 2018 governor's race where a direct flip of 560 votes was made from Matt Bevan to Andy Bashir. So that was exactly 560 votes was deducted from Matt Bevan. 560 votes were added to Andy Bashir. This race was decided by a little over 5,000 votes. So this one switch represented about 25% of the margin of the vote. Andy Bashir is declaring victory because he is the leading candidate over a Republican incumbent governor in a state Matt Bevin won by 10 points four years ago in a state Donald Trump won by a ton. Here's an example of election anomalies that took place in 2020. So now we would take the ballots and we would scan them. It's going to feed these ballots through the scanner. So what we're going to do is we're going to take and we're going to overvote. What do you mean by overvote? Overvote is when if there is multiple people in a section where it says only vote for one. 
So you're scanning the same ballots twice. That's already been scanned once. I've already scanned them once. Yeah, so you're scanning the same ballots. Same ballots twice. You just accept that every one of them, every one of them went through the system. There it is, the fifth batch. Okay. It's pending adjudication. I think I want to vote for Biden. Let's let Biden win this one and complete. So you made a vote for someone where someone did not vote. I did, didn't I? And you're the election supervisor? I'm the election supervisor. I am the person that sits and does the adjudication. All right, board, I want y'all to step outside. Initiated by a court order, the Michigan investigation team obtained forensic access to a DS-200 tabulator, the machine that counts the votes. A Telet 4G wireless chip manufactured in Taiwan was discovered embedded into the motherboard. The voting machine tapes clearly indicate modem engagement and transmission of election data. Some of the anomalies that we noticed in the 2020 general elections that five key states all stopped counting at a certain time in these key battleground states. These were all where the software, Dominion machines, ESNS machines were used, the, the Smartmatic, the GEMS software. So when the vote stopped counting, and this has been noted in other countries as well, President Trump was significantly ahead. When reporting and counting resumed, there was a massive spike occurred that, uh, that favored Joe Biden. The next major observation the teams made was that there were significant financial transactions from private and nonprofit organizations that had a severe impact on the 2020 general election. As revealed in a Time Magazine article in February of 2021, individuals and organizations have been plotting to fortify the election since at least 2015. This is the inside story of the conspiracy to save the 2020 election, but it's massively important for the country to understand that it didn't happen accidentally. Democracy is not self-executing. There was a conspiracy unfolding behind the scenes, one that both curtailed the protests and coordinated the resistance from CEOs. Both surprises were the result of an informal alliance between left-wing activists and business titans. They got states to change voting systems and laws and help secure hundreds of millions in public and private funding. That's why the participants want the secret history of the 2020 election told, even though it sounds like a paranoid fever dream, a well-funded cabal of powerful people, ranging across industries and ideologies, working together behind the scenes to influence perceptions, change rules and laws, steer media coverage and control the flow of information. They were not rigging the election. They were fortifying it. This network influence diagram really shows the interrelationship of money, people, and influence and control between key players and key organizations. Now, there were over 200 nonprofits that we found in this network that are all connected. What's even more troubling is that all of those 200 organizations have received substantial funding from a single source. Of all the financial titans and philanthropists of the 20th century, none are more complex or mysterious than George Soros. You're a Hungarian Jew who escaped the Holocaust by posing as a, a Christian. Right. And you watched lots of people get shipped off to the death camps. Right. And I would say that that's when my character was made. My understanding is, is that you went out with this protector of yours. Yes. 
went out, in fact, and helped in the confiscation of property from the Jews. That's right. I mean, that's, that sounds uh, like an experience that would send lots of people to the psychiatric couch for many, many years. Was it difficult? Uh, uh, not, not, not at all. Not at all. Like Carnegie, J.P. Morgan, and the Rockefellers, he amassed billions through ruthless business decisions, only to turn around and give away most of his fortune to advance his own personal philosophy. I am basically there to, uh, to make money. I cannot and do not look at the social consequences of, of what I do. Do you believe in God? No. This is not the first time that Mr. Soros has been implicated in a plot to destroy a nation. His cover organizations have been banned from several countries for doing exactly what they're currently doing to America. The Philippines, Russia, Turkey, Poland, Pakistan, as well as Soros' own homeland of Hungary have learned the hard way the true intentions of this ruthless multi-billionaire. És egy percig sincsen kétségem a felől, hogy Soros György és a vele együttműködők mindent megtesznek, minden alkalmat megragadnak, hogy azokat a kormányokat amelyek. The growing emergency unfolding at the southern border. And overwhelmingly elected with George Soros's money, and they're a major cause of the violence we're seeing because they keep putting the violent criminals back on the street. I'm not sure we need to bring and George get Soros into this. <laughs> I was going to say you get the last word, he Speaker. <laughs> he, he, he paid for it. I mean, why can't we discuss the fact that millions no, of he dollars didn't. he spent? I, I agree with Melissa. George Soros doesn't need to be a part of this conversation. Okay. So it's verboten. All right, we're going to... Okay, we're going to move on. It was in 2006 when Soros said, the main obstacle to a stable and just world is the United States. Translated into truth, that sentence would read, the main obstacle to destabilizing the world is the United States. While Soros is often accused of unfounded conspiracies, that should not detour from the heinous crimes against humanity that he's actually guilty of. Many of those crimes he keeps hidden in plain sight. According to a white paper called U.S. Programs 2015 to 2018 Strategy, Soros's Open Societies Foundation began funding radical operations in Arizona and Georgia in 2015 with the goal of subverting the 2020 presidential elections. Through massive campaign contributions and nonprofit funding, Soros owns and controls countless public officials, university professors, teachers' unions, mayors, district attorneys, judges, congressmen, senators, secretaries of state, sheriffs, governors, and electronic voting machine companies around the world. In 2010, George Soros shocked even his most devout loyalists when he declared that China has a better functioning government than the United States. While the Chinese people should be considered friends and allies, the Chinese Communist Party is anything but. The CCP has been plotting to take over the United States for the better part of this last century, and their unconventional warfare principles are barely recognizable to the U.S. population. America's top intelligence official even went so far as to say, and I quote, if I could communicate one thing to the American people from this unique vantage point, it is 
that the People's Republic of China poses the greatest threat to democracy and freedom worldwide since World War II. While we were sleeping, their poisonous seeds planted long ago have taken root and are now in full bloom within U.S. soil. The Chinese government and their operatives are buying up the United States at an alarming rate. Through cover organizations and individuals, they're purchasing American farms and businesses in mass volume. In addition, the CCP has co-opted the U.S. entertainment industry. Chinese firms own several major U.S. entertainment companies and control more than 8,000 American theater screens. Hollywood movie scripts are often reviewed and censored if they pose any threat to the image of the Chinese Communist Party. And many professional sports teams and players are controlled in great part by the CCP. The pandemic sped up a trend that was already years in the making, and it's brought about another change. The Chinese government's growing influence over the content of these films. That has people worried, including members of Congress, as they point to a growing list of examples of Hollywood seemingly bending to China's will. Now, here's a case in point. If you're a Hollywood actor, whatever you do, don't call Taiwan a country. Here's WWE star John Cena apologizing for doing just that. <laughs> And that's the fear now, because you're now making movies for 16-year-olds and China. <laughs> and that's it. LeBron James taking on Houston Rockets general manager Daryl Morey, whose tweet supporting protests in Hong Kong set off a firestorm between the country and the league. China announcing this morning they're pulling NBA games from their airwaves. I don't want to get into a, a feud with Daryl, but I believe he wasn't educated on, on, on the situation at hand. Just be careful what we what we tweet and we say. Why would the NBA take $500 million plus from a country that is engaging in ethnic cleansing? They are a customer of ours, and guess what, Megan? I'm okay with doing business with China. One of the stark realities of this past year is the clear and present threat that China represents to the United States of America and to the daily lives of Americans. And it's not just about exporting a pandemic. China has also potentially compromised Joe Biden's family. Joe Biden, while he was vice president, took billions of dollars in bribes from the Chinese government in the form of payments to his son Hunter's businesses. In exchange, Biden was soft on Chinese military and economic aggression. This is the reason why I've held the view for so many years and continue to hold the view that a rising China is a positive development. They're not bad folks, folks, but guess what? They're not a competition for us. Yeah, I think that the biggest competitor is China. Joe Biden had a bit to say today, suggesting that China wants to own America by 2035. They literally have a stated goal of toppling America as the world's superpower. How on earth could Joe Biden, with a straight face, negotiate with a government who's put billions of dollars into his family's businesses? And finally, new rule, you're not going to win the battle for the 21st century if you are a silly people. And Americans are a silly people. Half the country is having a never-ending woke competition deciding whether Mr. Potato Head has a dick. Don't tickle me. We are a silly people. Do you know who doesn't care that there's a stereotype of a Chinese man in a Dr. Seuss book? China. You think China's doing that 
letting political correctness get in the way of nurturing their best and brightest? You think Chinese colleges are offering courses in the philosophy of Star Trek, the sociology of Seinfeld, and surviving the coming zombie apocalypse? Those are real, and so is China, and they are eating our lunch. China is going to eat our lunch? Come on, man. Last night, I was, uh, I was on the phone for two straight hours with Xi Jinping. And, uh, but, uh, you know, they're gonna, if we don't get moving, they're gonna eat our lunch. When he called to congratulate him, we had a two-hour discussion. He's deadly earnest about becoming the most significant consequential nation in the world. China is currently making big moves to gain control of U.S. port facility operations and already controls the Panama Canal. They're building 5G networks throughout Europe and the West, which can be used to feed personal information and sensitive data directly to the Chinese Communist Party. The Chinese government uses commercial software and apps to spy on U.S. citizens and extract their private information. The CCP doesn't ask them for information. They don't need to. They have access to the information. There seems to be a great disconnect. I mean, the American people, at least the kids who are on TikTok, have no concern no. about what we're talking about here. Their ignorance of the threat does nothing to diminish it. It's estimated that at least 80% of American adults have had their private information harvested by China. Big Pharma has exported the vast majority of their production to China. Currently, 97% of antibiotics in the U.S. come from China. 30% of personal protective equipment, such as face masks, come from China. 80% of U.S. imports of rare earth minerals come from China, which are vital for smartphones, electric cars, defense, and other technologies. In 2017, the U.S. produced zero rare earth minerals. China, on the other hand, accounted for more than 80% of the world's supply. In lockstep with the Mexican drug cartels, 97% of fentanyl, one of the most addictive and deadly drugs, is smuggled into the U.S. from China. People's Liberation Army hackers are executing unconstrained penetration, surveillance, theft, and offensive cyber attacks on U.S. businesses, critical infrastructure, intelligence apparatus, and yes, even the U.S. election system. To ignore this message is to surrender to a government takeover that will gravely affect the lives of every man, woman, and child of every class, culture, and nation. Our goal is to reach and revive the heart of humanity while there's still time. This is your wake-up call. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics.